Finding Common Battlegrounds is an attempt by two brothers, one conservative, the other progressive, to have civil conversations about politics with a little help from their friends. Welcome to another episode of Finding Common Battlegrounds. <clears throat> Today, we're going to be talking about capitalism and is capitalism bad? But um, first, let's talk about our, our debaters. We have the usual debaters. It's Ryan and Josh Cragen. They are brothers and they are polar opposites. Um, Ryan, even though he's wearing a red shirt, will, is representing the liberal side. And Josh, wearing a blue shirt, is representing the conservative side. Um, so uh, as uh, our, on our ongoing getting to know our debaters a little bit more, uh, I thought each of you could maybe talk about your children a little bit and um, you know how many you have and, uh, and how you've raised them, things like that, and uh, give us a little brief overview. Uh, Ryan, you want to go first? Sure. Mine is uh, fairly short. So I have one child. Um, uh, he identifies as a boy. Notice my language here. That's that's me being the progressive. <clears throat> um, <laughs> had to, I had to do that. Just that was like a little poke. I Josh. know you did. Good poke. <laughs> Good poke. Um, he's eleven. Be twelve soon. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he's not quite ready to get the vaccine yet. So as uh, soon as he turns twelve, um, but he uh, let's see. Yeah, goes to school, great student, uh, straight A's, we emphasize that a lot. Uh, he likes to read, play video games, and uh, following his parents' footsteps, he's a dancer. So he does ballet um, and performs regularly here at the kind of major dance uh, location here in Tampa. So I think that covers it, yeah. Do you have a dog? No, no pets. We are anti-pets. Uh, some some so. people, yeah, because if you did, I know some uh, liberals like to introduce their, their pets as children, right? Oof. You have two. Yeah. Nope, nope, no pets. I, 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 I call <laughs> Torin my pet when people ask. So, nope, no pets. All right, cool. Josh. Wow. So, I had to make up for the deficit Ryan left by only having one child. Um, because, you know, the liberals are all freaking out that we're going to overpopulate the planet. And they've been doing that for 60 years. And that's not really a problem. The, the real problem is going to be that we don't have enough people soon. And all of, all of the deferment that uh, our governments have done are going to come calling. And there's not going to be nobody around to pay all this crap. But anyway, I have four children to make up for Ryan's lack of uh, procreation. Um, my oldest is also 11. Um, they're, they're within like five months of each other. Yeah. The travesty here is I was the good brother and I stayed in our home state to be with family and this jerk and the other two siblings that have kids are their age. all went to the East coast. Um, so our kids get along great, but they don't see each other. So my oldest is Addison. She's 11. She's huge into softball. That's, uh, given her an identity. It's been really good for her. Um, so she's a good little athlete. Um, my next is a nine-year-old. He's Gunner. Um, no, I did not choose that name just to spite Ryan. <laughs> That's that. his poke. I named my kid after guns. <laughs> but I, I didn't just to spite you. It's just Gunner Cray Gun. What's manlier than two guns in your name? That's a manly name. Um, and he's yeah, he loves jujitsu, actually. So COVID has really sucked for him because jujitsu was – you can't do jiu-jitsu. 
Um, and then my next is McCoy. He is five. He's absolutely insane. Enough to said about him. And my youngest is Reese. Um, she's going to turn three this Saturday and she's a psychotic little redhead. That's, nice. that's my brood. And I do have pets. I have fish. Mm. Dogs crap everywhere. And I do not know how people deal with that. Mm-mm. And McCoy nice. is named after uh, Star Trek. Yes. No, he's not. Oh, oh, come on. I mean, he should be. That's he the best be. McCoy out there, but. All right. Well, all right. Good to <clears throat> get to know your children a little bit more and um, let's get it. Let's go ahead and jump into this. So, I'll just give a quick introduction uh, about uh, capitalism. So uh, the modern form of capitalism developed during the early Renaissance. Prior to that was feudalism. Uh, capitalism is the economic system based on the private ownership and the, of the means of production of their uh, operation for profit. So central characteristics of capitalism include capital accumulation, competitive markets, a price system, private property, and the recognition of property rights, voluntary exchange, and wage labor. Um, so critics of capitalism argued that while initially a great, for, a great thing for society is transformed into a brutal system of oppression by concentrating power in the hands of a minority capitalist class that exists through the exploitation of the majority working class and their labor, prioritizes profits over social good, natural resources, and the environment, is an engine of inequality, corruption, and economic instabilities. Um, supporters argue that it provides better products and innovation through competition, promotes pluralism and decentralization of power, disperses wealth to people who are able to invest in useful enterprises based on market demands. Um, uh, so we are going to get through and, and, and start discussing this. Our usual format is uh, both the debaters have uh, submitted some questions um, and we're going to see if we can find some common, uh, some common ground that we can agree on and, uh, uh, which is different than most debates where instead of finding things we disagree, we're going to see what we, how much we can agree upon. So uh, we'll go ahead and get started. Um, Josh, we'll start with your question and uh, see where we can get. Um, Ryan, <clears throat> can you agree that capitalism is, is, capitalism is far and away the best economic system ever conceived of by man? Ryan, or Josh, do you want to tailor that or add anything to that? The, the first obvious question is what do you have, what can you throw out there that has achieved the same results? Socialism? Is that, a, is that an I mean, open yeah. question for me? Uh, briefly. I mean, okay. uh, do you have a brief answer to that? Cause I, I do. And I, this is actually like my main point. So uh, if you, if you it will indulge me with a, a short quote and then I will use this, right. Cause this is actually how okay. I was going to start, which is great. While I have mixed feelings about Winston Churchill, I do like one of his quotes that I think about regularly. He once said, and here's the quote, many forms of government have been tried and will be tried in this world of sin and woe. No one pretends that democracy is perfect or all wise. Indeed, it has been said actually by him that democracy is the worst form of government, except for all those other forms that have been tried from time to time. <laughs> and I think he's that end quote, quote, right? That's, that's, that's a great, a great quote. quote. I think he's right about yeah. democracy. What I would add and what I would say is I think the exact same thing about capitalism. So here's my version. Capitalism is the worst economic system except for all those other forms that have been tried from time to time. (laughs) I swear that that actual – I thought he did say capitalism is the worst form of economic system. No, it's – yeah, it's the democracy one that he said, right? I'm I'm the one saying like 
No, and I, other people may have said that. I don't know. I couldn't find any quotes to that effect. But, but that would be my position, Josh, is there isn't a better one, but that doesn't mean that capitalism is good. <laughs> so I think By we definition, it does, kind of though. So no, we do it agree. It's the, it's the best of the worst systems that we have. It's horrible. But there's but not a better one. Better than so you better. can't phrase it like that. Oh, it's yeah, the best one. I can't. It's the best of the bad ones because <laughs> there isn't a better one, but it doesn't mean it's so good. So it's the best one. Definitely speaking, it's the best one. You're admitting that. That doesn't mean it's good. You have to be admitting that. It, it yes. has flaws. Okay. So what you oh, said, that's yes. actually going to, my, you... my third point is going to go that way. Okay. We can, I want to talk about some of the flaws because it obviously has flaws, but you're, mm. you're hiding behind this mealy mouth speak saying, well, it's still terrible. Definitionally speaking, it's the best one we've ever had. That's why I phrased the question that way. It's the yeah. best system conceived of by mankind. It is. I because uh, what, what else do I you have? I think Ryan's agreeing, but I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm agreeing yes, so yeah. reluctantly was... because it's such a terrible system. <laughs> All right. And we're going to talk about that. But so it's yeah, we're going to talk about it. We have. Let's, let's move and, on to and, Ryan's question then. Um, so can... That was way too easy. I have a page here of stuff <laughs> I was going to use to convince you. <laughs> I, you just agreed. Like You'll see why. You'll see why. There's a lot of nuance to this. Josh, can can we agree we want some aspects of our society to be socialist, meaning run by and funded by the government and taxes, including roads, schools, police, and the military? Uh, Ryan, you want to yep. so garnish my, that at all? Yeah, yeah. My first point is that most people don't really know what capitalism is or how it works. Tom actually gave a really good introduction I was surprised that he was quoting Karl Marx with that, but um, delighted to have Karl Marx as part of our uh, podcast this week. Uh, Leave the basic him out premise of here or I will punch <laughs> you in the face. Marx I failed to mention that my son is named after Karl Marx, just as an FYI. <laughs> uh, the basic premise is that someone takes capital and uses it to start a business that then employs people. The key component here is that the capitalist then pays the employees less money than they generate, making profit for the capitalist. Or to quote our father, Josh and I's father, quote, the best way to make money is to make money when you're not working, end quote. Do you remember him saying that, Josh? All so he, he loved to say this, watches. right? Yeah. So his logic is that if you have employees working while you're not working and you're paying them less money than they're generating in value, then you're making money while you're not working. So it's a great way to make profit. That in a nutshell is capitalism. It can be very effective for certain sectors of an economy, like consumer goods, cars, TVs, cell phones, et cetera, as it results in competition, and I'm totally conceding this, that breeds improvements and sometimes lower prices, nudge, nudge iPhones. But capitalism doesn't work for all aspects of our economy. I'll just use one example. Imagine what a capitalist police force would look like. Someone is home alone when they hear a window shatter, they call 911 and the operator says, we'll get someone over there uh, as soon as you give us your credit card number and the payment clears, right? That is not a system we want. We don't want that's, a capitalist military. That's not how you would set force. it up as a capitalist uh, Can I finish force? my point? Let me finish no, my point. No, because that's a dumb example. <laughs> it's absolutely, not... it's actually happened, Josh. It's happened with firefighters oh. in Tennessee. Okay. They, and, and, they privatized and it. And I'm it. sure it failed. 
It did. This, you're you're not it the business fail. owner. You're telling me how to set up a business. That's a terrible business model. That's not how you would set it up. You would you would set up competing police forces and whoever could give the best bid and and provide the most coverage, they would get the contract. To, That's how to the, government. the government does dole this stuff out to the government. To the government, right? Yeah. So, but but it would want. be privately run and owned, and it would be more efficient than the government doing it. But I can guarantee point. it would not. We don't want a capitalist military. You we don't want a capitalist that. police force, firefighters, public military. education I'll system, post office, library, roads, FBI, public CIA, edu- public CIA education NSA. System. They, none of those in the in uh, in Asia. They have private teachers and and they do fantastic and they have great results. We have private schools, so. Not that one. Sorry. Keep going. Josh, are, can you, so are there anything that you do agree should be socialist? Can you, can you so, agree with it? So let me just yes. clarify, right? By socialist, all I mean is that it's run by and, gov- and funded through the oh, government. I know what you mean. Right? And so we, that we, would include- We are a think- society. We're, we're not a tribalist society. We've evolved past that. We're a society that has strong social institutions. And that's a good thing. Um, the strong social institutions are necessary. And I'll talk about that a little later. Um, so I agree. The military can't be privatized. That would be really scary. That would, Roads. that would lead to, okay. Infrastructure. So, so the government is basically uh, the founding fathers laid out the five things that the federal government is supposed to do. Um, infrastructure, military, um, anti-monopoly. What's there's, there's a word for it. Um, crap. There's two more. Those are basically the only five things that uh, that should fall under that socialist umbrella. So, so your original statement, I do agree with it. There should be some things that should be social institutions, and we should have socialist. strong social institutions. Say, say the word socialist. Well, that has a different connotation, and I understand it's, the connotation. It's literally the it same is. thing. It's no. run by the government. It's that's what it is. Yeah, but they're All social means. institutions. So I'm not even going to say the word because it does have a different. <laughs> No, social <laughs> institutions. Those are important. Socialism, it's garbage. Um, okay. That's literally what it is. Josh, okay, we, we, so largely we, we largely agree. We largely agree. to your next question. And uh, this was a little weird, so we'll see where this goes. Um, all right. Ryan, no, seriously. Can we agree that capitalism is far and away the best economic <laughs> system ever conceived of by man? <laughs> We already discussed this. Uh, it's the best worst system. Okay. Sure, Josh. Yes, it's the best one. You, even though it's you a didn't let me system. go on the rant that I was going to go on. I was going. I had pages here of didn't proof hit me, hit me of why it's rant. the best system, and I was going to. I was going to go until Tom stopped me, and then I was going <laughs> to start again with the next one because there's so much evidence. Okay, so let sure. me let me just. I'll just cherry pick for Bring the sake of time. In. I'll cherry pick a few. What I was going to talk about the first one. Let's let's do some apples and apples comparisons. Would you rather live in East Berlin or West Berlin? When, now, uh, no, or then? Back when it was uh, when the when Berlin those, when those two existed. Yeah, uh, certainly West Berlin. Okay. Would you rather live in North Korea or South Korea? These are now? apples and apples comparisons. Now, now, uh, South Korea. Of course, now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not even comparable, right? The South well, Korean unless I was is, Kim Jong-un. South Korea. <laughs> I mean, if I was Kim Jong-un. You'd you know, want to be that tool? 
No, like absolutely such a not. Gentle. Absolutely, but he has a pretty. I mean, he does have life, like just saying he has harems and he can just kill people at a whim. You you make a point, but you're not. <laughs> so which one would you rather <laughs> live in? If I'm not exactly. Kim Jong Un, I want South That's Korea. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a it's a beacon of prosperity and innovation. And in North Korea, in their socialist regime, in their authoritarian regime, they can't even keep the lights on, right? They can't it's, feed their people. Yeah, there are all sorts of problems. There's all sorts of problems. So that's an apples to apples comparison. They started at the same place. And would, one is Would a North cesspool. Korea be called socialist? I, I think no, your... probably not. It's not a it's true It's more of a totalitarian of regime. Yep. Yeah, I'll even grant that. There, I mean, there's socialistic aspects. The government mm-hmm. runs everything, but yes. it's a dictatorship. So right. it's, it falls under its own thing. Um, All right. Keep but, but South Korea is – that's a capitalist democracy, and it's beautiful, and they've flourished, and it's amazing. Um, um, here's another realize that, comparison. You do realize that in South Korea, the government helps fund things like Hyundai. Sure, but but we're which talking about the economic more, system, which makes it more socialistic than the U.S. So we're talking about the economic system, okay? Which is going to get to my the, second point. So we'll get to my second. Not the point. government system, because those are separate things, and they shouldn't be conflated. All right, okay? sixty so seconds. Sixty the, seconds, Josh. The the companies in South Korea are pretty high on the on the economic freedom index. Okay, if you want to put it that way, another one would be. Uh, Venezuela, 30 years ago, they were richer than we are per, per capita, and they adopted socialism. Now they're a felt state. The apples to apples comparison would be Chile. They got rid of their um, fascist dictator, blanking on his name, and yeah. embraced capitalism. And what are they? They're booming, right? Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, I'm That's trying to bit, get these out as fast as I can. I know. It's a bit oversimplistic on Chile and Venezuela. I know, but but it's a but it's a direct comparison, and the Venezuelans right now are eating the zoo animals. It's a failed state because they totally. embrace socialism. But we okay? also put in massive sanctions against them and have tried to do everything within our power as a country to destroy Venezuela, and we have not done that with Chile. So I, I, I don't think you can solely attribute Venezuela's state to that. I'm totally agreeing with you that what they did. Okay, let's not get bogged down there. I'm totally going to agree with that. But we also put in massive sanctions and that is not helpful. Okay, but let's not get bogged down there because I have a list of places of where socialism has failed miserably. So and uh, I was going to get I'm going to cut you off because I'll call time there. So I didn't even get to my graph, Tom. Come on. (laughs) Let let me show my graph. I'm show me your graph. Okay. Show the graph. Let me or show your the graft. Graft show, would be show, graft. show me the graft. Venezuela's graft. <laughs> um, it is on that screen. Okay. So this graph, are you seeing it? Yeah. This is trillions of inflation-adjusted international dollars. Uh, okay. So this goes from year one to year 2000. Yeah. Okay. And, the, and uh-huh. for those that are just listening, it's a hockey stick, the graph. Yeah. It stays basically uh, – a solid line, it barely goes up until 1870, 1800s. And all flexion point. Well, that's when it really and it boomed. Yeah, no, 1870. That's, yeah, and that's when it booms. What happened in the 19th century? Capitalism. Well, well, Thank you, well, capitalism. No. capitalism. So I know Ryan will have happened way earlier. Ryan will have some that. problems with this. Yeah. Well, so it started to take off. Uh, I mean, there were there were. Uh, 
places where it kind of popped up a little bit, but where did it really take hold? 1776, you know, really. Um, And then the United States started to flourish. And as more people around the world have embraced capitalism, look at this chart of wealth. And even if this chart is not 100% accurate, maybe it's 25% off. Would that change this? No, the the amount of wealth created by capitalism, this is the entire world in the last 2000 years, the amount of wealth created in the entire world in 2000 years, it skyrockets when capitalism hits the stage. Okay. And it's incontrovertible. Even if, even if Ryan who teaches, um, um, what's the class? Sociology. Uh, No, social inequality. uh, Social theory. No. Which one? The uh, stats. Statistics. Oh, stats. Um, Sure. So Ryan teaches stats. Even if this chart was 25% off, it would still irrefutably prove that capitalism has created an insane amount of wealth. Even if it's 90% off, it still proves that capitalism has created an obscene amount of wealth where no system we had before that created wealth. Okay. And People complain about capitalism, but look at all the great so, things it has done. So, so Josh, here's the crazy right, let me thing. Stop sharing this. Y- you on. sound exactly like Karl Marx. Oh, gag! You want to get punched in the face? <laughs> no, Car- literally. It, this is because I've read Marx. Right? Marx literally said that capitalism unleashed the powers of production. He yes. fully recognized this. Right? right? Everybody just thinks that Karl Marx is all about communism. But in reality, he's the one who helped us understand what capitalism actually is and why it works. And he fully agrees with everything that you just said. When you put profit motive in, play, in, in front of individuals, they will create amazing things. He fully recognized that. that. That's not to say what he suggested should happen in the future, but he fully recognized the, the productive forces of capitalism. That's great. a great segue to your next, to your question, Ryan, I think. Uh, yeah. Let's go to that. So uh, Ryan's question number two, Josh, can we agree that we don't want completely unregulated capitalism and we don't want, so- and we don't want Soviet Union like socialism, but something in between? Absolutely. Okay. So let me give a little bit of background here. My See, I point, always agree with your statement and then you give background. No, no, that, I'm only going to Oh, gonna that give, sucks. No, no, no. Just let me good. agree. <laughs> I just want to agree I'm with you. I'm only going to poke in the last one. My second point is that capitalism and socialism are a continuum, not an either or. And this is the part that really gets me in the US. Whenever okay. I teach my students, they, they, they don't understand this. I don't think anyone wants unregulated capitalism. When capitalism first came on the scene. You don't want that because that's well, anarchy. Following mercantilism, yes. which came after feudalism and then mercantilism, and there wasn't a market, you know, kind of immediate transition, it was gradual. It was an awful time to be a worker, uh, aka the proletariat, to use Marxist terms. Workers often were required to work seven days a week, 12 to 16 hour days. There were no workplace safety regulations, leading people to be mangled by machines and die all the time. No regulated work week of 40 hours, no vacation days, no sick days, and there was nothing to stop corporations from being monopolies. Unregulated capitalism is a bleak system where the capitalists wield near absolute power and workers are horribly mistreated. Going all the way to the other extreme, assuming socialism is the other extreme, that is also not ideal. In such a situation, people get paid the same regardless of what they do or how well they do it, which also seems highly problematic to me. Thus, can we agree that we don't want either of those extremes? We want somewhere in the middle. And then we can debate 
where we fall in the middle, right? Where exactly we want to be on that spectrum, but can we recognize that like it is a spectrum and we don't want to be on the extremes? Absolutely. I agree with every word you just said. And like, awesome. like I'll reiterate, that's one of the jobs of the federal government is antitrust to mm-hmm. regulate the capitalism because right. when they don't do their job and, and corporations are suddenly deemed too large to fail, that's when we have 2008 and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the, the bust because because one of the pe- one of the problems people have with capitalism is it's a boom and bust system um, versus socialism where it's just bust and bust. Um, but but a lot of the times that because that that happens because we're not regulating it properly. We can't have monopolies controlling people. We can't have people, individuals, and this will be part of my third point that have too much power. So I agree with every word you just said. The, we want to fall on the spectrum. We live in a society of strong social institutions and they have their place. They must have their place. Not a socialist society. He said it. I got him yes. to say socialist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it all day long. <laughs> all right, we've got agreement then. Disgusting system. <laughs> yeah, we agree on that one. Excellent. All right, let's... Uh, <clears throat> Josh's third question here. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. <clears throat> can, can we agree that capitalism obviously suffers from some of the same basic flaws of other systems, but it does a better job of ameliorating the ramifications of said flaws than other systems? Did I say that right? Ameliorating? Ameliorating, yeah. yeah. Um, you nailed um, it. Did, and this is sort of, I think, what we've already, we've already kind of hammered out in the first couple. That yeah. Well, so putting it, but this Josh, is where I want to spend the majority of my time talking about this because because okay. this is where I find it actually interesting, and this is what Ryan was just talking about is where we where uh, you know that that spectrum where we yeah. want to be on the spectrum. Um, so one of the the big problems in capitalism is inequality. Okay, that mm-hmm. is a problem. I don't. The place of the left in in America is to advocate for the dispossessed. That's that's the main thing that the left should be doing and it's a proper thing to be doing i don't think they they're doing it correctly in this case um because i i think the left sees the inequality and it's just an envy thing that kicks in and they don't understand why the inequality is such a problem because it is a problem um and and one of the other problems so because of time i just want to talk about these two problems the inequality we still have poor people in america that is a problem. And the other thing I want to talk about is the people at the top that have all the money. Okay. Um, you could call it the Pareto distribution, the 80, 20 rule, uh, 20% of the people have 80% of the wealth in America. And it's, it's trending to go even, even farther more than extreme. Direction. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even more extreme. That's a problem. And why is that a problem, Ryan? For why did, why did, because liberals are crying about this all the time. Inequality. Oh, redistribute the wealth. I agree it's a problem, but I don't think most liberals understand why it's a problem. Why Why do you see it as a problem, right? And let's discuss this for a minute because this I find this fascinating. Sure. Um, in my mind, the, the primary reason why that kind, that level of inequality is problematic is because you're not giving everybody the same starting position. I don't think everybody should end up in the same place. But this is okay. my primary beef, right? That, that everybody should have the same opportunity when they're five years old, when they're eight years old, right? So school should be good. Everybody should have all of those opportunities at the beginning. Where you end up is based on how hard you work, 
um, you know, your natural gifts, all of those things. So I'm okay with some inequality because I think it should, you should be rewarded. It's a motivation until we have a better system than what we have right now. That's the way that it should work. But because you have, you know, the 1% who own 50% of the wealth and value in the U S um, you don't have that level of inequality. So to me, that's like the biggest issue. Um, and that doesn't mean again, that everybody needs to end up in the same place. That's a different form of inequality. That's a radical that. equality that I don't, I don't actually agree work. with. It doesn't work but at all. I think everybody should have roughly the same uh, opportunities to start with where they end up. So be it. So that to me, because then you're disadvantaging kids. You're basically saying, oh, you know, your dad is poor. Sorry, sucks to be you. You're going to be poor the rest of your life. Right. And we don't know what kind of talents and opportunities are being wasted because that really bright kid, you know, at seven years old, went to a really crappy school, didn't get a good education, was malnourished, right, for most of their adolescence. And then at 16, drops out of high school because his dad is in prison and his mom is working a crappy job and to support his siblings has to get a job at 16, even though they could be, you know, a Nobel Prize winner. I I largely agree with your take on that. Um, I don't know about the malnourished thing because because here's back to my the phrasing of my question. Here's where capitalism ameliorates that problem of of poor people. Okay, because I agree we should be working towards this uh, system where people are on a level playing field to start out with, but they still get rewarded for hard work. I, I agree. It's it's again it's kind of a pipe dream because there's so many variables you have to take mm-hmm. into account familial status financial status uh iq i mean sure. a lot of these things are really hard to account for we should be moving towards that if at all possible but it's very very difficult and here's where capitalism ameliorates that um versus other systems the poor people in america um, if you contrast our poor people living below the poverty line against the middle class in ethiopia What's the standard of living? Our poor people are living like kings, okay? They still have cell phones. They still have computers. They have cars. They have air conditioning. And they have enough food that they can get fat, okay? Obesity is becoming a bigger problem than, than uh, hunger in, in our country. Yes, that doesn't okay? mean there aren't kids going to bed hungry every night. There are the some. There oh, are there some. Are millions. But there, are, there are millions. But, but there, are, there are safety. Well, that's, yeah. that's usually because of the parents' Because there are safety nets where most of these kids can get fed. Most of these kids can get at least two meals at school. My kids can get two meals at school. Okay? Not during the summer. No, not during the summer. But actually, some school systems have actually started some, doing that. But or, that's not a federal not a, level problem. So I agree. Right? It's, so, it's still yeah, a problem. Issues. It's yeah. still a problem. But uh, if, if I have another chart that I could show you, but I don't think Tom will let me. Well, I want to get shows, back to um, this question, like, because, I mean, we're talking about these problems. I mean, China has these problems as well, right? Is, is So, I mean, I guess the question is, I mean, you know, China has starving people. China has inequality. China has corruption. Um, so to, to answer Josh's question, is capitalism doing it better than any other system? That's... Does it does yes. it try well, does it try so, to address these better? So there are other systems that do it better. Well, I no. my response would be systems further towards socialism. And y'all are gonna hate where I'm gonna go, right? But all I have to say is Norway. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. Right? You knew so I was going there. Yeah. They're further they're on a- the spectrum. They're still capitalists. Don't get me wrong. They are not okay. As long as you're acknowledged that China, and, right? They're not communist. And there's one China, other thing you need to acknowledge. This. But they are further 
to the left, if we will, towards socialism than the U.S. is. They have more well-developed social safety nets. People pay more in taxes. All of that is true. And then you don't have kids going to bed starving in these countries, right? Um, You you generally have a better well-developed social safety net and you don't have these problems and their schools are better than ours. Their kids are better than us. There are different problems. There are other problems, but they have done a lot to address these very specific issues. And so I think that is really kind of the spectrum. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you have to look at uh, they, they rank way higher than the U S on the economic uh, freedom index. Okay. Mm -hmm. They, they have way less regulations on their corporations on, uh, on who can be hired, who can be fired. Uh, the U.S. ranks really low on that, on corporate tax rates and all that stuff. Corporate so tax they have rates, that... yes, but not a lot of the other stuff. I mean, no, uh, have you go, seen go... what it's like to like build a house in these countries? Oh okay, my go gosh. look at the go look at the World Economic Freedom Index. The, these Canada and the Norwegian countries all rank right at the top. U.S. is yeah, like, but I don't middle. know that you're fully understanding we have way what that more regulations. Mm, it's not regulations. No, you're misinterpreting what the Economic uh, Freedom Index is. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. But let's <laughs> let's keep going there. Um, okay. They have a, a homogenous society. Um, that which, is true in some of them, and it's changing. And I will fully admit, it's, it's some of these changing. countries are very racist. Some of these countries are very yeah. racist. That's and true. they have their own problems. The, yes. the cost of living um, is, in Norway, is it's like 20, 22 bucks to buy a Big Mac. Okay, It's really expensive over there to live. So I've they have been their there. Own... It's not $22 to buy a Big Mac. I want to cut into this. I want to cut into this a little bit because Brian's admitting that full-blown socialism, socialism, ah, socialism is probably not the answer. But but I but Ryan, it's definitely not the answer. But Ryan, it sounds like you're attributing that a good balance is it is this balance that is your that you're attributing to Norway's success. Yes. Where and Josh, you're saying there might be some other factors why norway succeeds well it's not i'm saying it's not an apple you're not saying comparison. it's just it's not just socialism is what you're saying well the, well it uh, ryan's right they have they've struck their own balance and it's and it's working for them you Good realize i'm them. just going to take look... that quote out of context and just repeat it over and over I and know, over again I ryan know, is right know, just sucker <laughs> um so they've struck a balance and it's working for them but they have yes. different issues they're not uh, policing the world like the U.S. Uh, you know, it's not an apples to apples comparison. We have different issues that we're dealing with here. We have way more money in the military, which is a different uh, uh, debate. Um, so, so I'm, I'm, I, I largely agree with what Ryan's saying. There are other systems. You know, if you want to look at a system that's doing it way better than us, let's look at Switzerland. Okay, they're doing a lot of things better than us. Um, we have some serious issues here, but I still take issue with anybody that's decrying capitalism for the incredible force for solving problems that it is, because that's what capitalism is. It's the best system for solving problems. It's not a good system for identifying problems. That's what it comes down to. Okay. Capitalism does not properly identify problems in the U S we used to uh, all carry big binders full of CDs in our cars. Right. Yeah. And then Apple came out with the iPod and went, oh, this is cool. I didn't even know that was a problem. And so now sure. we spend billions of dollars on, on iPhones and that's great. And, and it's capitalism, but they, did, they didn't really identify a good problem. They could have fixed 
cancer or AIDS or something. So capitalism doesn't do a good job at identifying problems, but it is the best driving force the world has ever seen for fixing problems. And so people that whine about capitalism do not understand what it really does. All right. We didn't get, uh, Ryan did not agree with your last statement, but uh, we're going to move on. Uh, well, you Ryan, didn't let me that, finish my last statement. Let, <laughs> very let me last finish, statement. Though. Let me finish the, the argument there. Okay. So I, I talked about the one problem of poor people, <laughs> right? What, yeah. Tom? Okay. Tom? Tom's giving me the stink. I want to see it. I want to, what is it? What is the argument? Okay. So, so there are issues with capitalism. Okay, and I just was the two that we still have poor people and you have people at the top that have way too much money. Okay, and the problem with people at the top with too much money, most liberals just freak out because because of envy. Okay, I had a a buddy just posted the other day. He's a good guy. He's one of the few liberals that hasn't unfriended me on Facebook. So he's a great guy. He's open minded, but he freaked out because uh, Bezos just spent 500 million on a yacht. Okay, and he and all of his liberal friends started virtual signaling. Well, I would not do that if I had that much money. I would cure cancer. Or I would, I would spend it better. So they all went off the, on this virtual signaling, disgusting rant, saying that they would do better if they had Bezos money, which is absurd. They would. I mean, what would you guys do if you had Bezos money? I'd, I'd probably buy every team in the NFL and make them wear dresses just because I could. Okay, <laughs> people are going to do weird things if they have that kind of money. Um, or start a super league so, in Europe. Buy a yacht. <laughs> Buy a five hundred million dollar yacht. Why not? Because uh, he's donated billions to charity, and I don't like the guy. But but they they started bashing. Gosh, come on, um, get to your point. What's your point? I'm not virtue sorry. signaling. Come on, get to your point. You're not. Um, why why is it why it's actually problematic for these people at the top to have all the money? Okay, um, Bill Gates just injected himself into the um, narrative. He's trying to uh, tell people how to live their lives and he has way more influence and power because of his money. So the money's not actually the problem. It's because he has, he can use the money to buy influence and power. His vote now counts more than mine because he has way more influence. That's why this crazy inequality is actually a problem. It's not the envy. And I wish I had more time to go into that. Sorry. Interesting. Do you agree with that, Ryan? Why that is, um, um why, why the inequality gap, the equality gap is, is problematic. That, that's an interesting point that actually gets to something uh, I hate to put on my, you know, egghead hat, but Max Weber a long time ago said that three things tend to go hand in hand, power, property, and prestige. Um, so if you have property, which is what you're talking about, you're Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates of the world. If you have property, then you can use that to get power and prestige uh, mm-hmm. because just by the fact that you have um <laughs> property. Uh, I use two examples to illustrate this in my classes, right? So uh, I usually will ask my students, all right, let's say that you had something that was really impressing that you needed to talk to the president of the United States about. Could any of you get the president of the United States on the phone? And of course, their answer is no, like that's never going to happen. Could Bill Gates get the president of the United States on the phone within 15 minutes? minutes? Yeah. Yeah. And that's sheerly due to his property that gives him power and prestige. But let, and this is why capitalism is a better system is because of the division of power in a socialist society or in North Korea in a totalitarian regime, the people with all the money also have the right to violence because in our society where we have strong social structures, which we talked about earlier, we have abdicated the right to violence. Okay. If somebody offends us or steals our stuff or beats us, we do not have the right 
to be violent to them. Okay. We have abdicated that right to the state. Mm -hmm. So in any of those other uh, systems, the powerful people with the money and the wealth, they also have the right to violence. They're the ones that can send people to your house with guns and make you comply in our system in the capitalist system. Yes. Bill Gates has way too much money, way too much influence and way too much power, but he does not have the right to violence, which exists in these other States. That's why capitalism is better. It creates a division of power Mm -hmm. there. That's my main point. Will you agree with that? Yeah, though, I mean, we could go down a really different path and talk about what Karl Marx actually envisioned, which communism is not really like how it developed in the Soviet Union and China and North Korea is not at all what he envisioned. We don't have to go down that path. It's a huge tangent. Um, I'd strongly encourage people to read more of Karl Marx. Uh, But we still have my third point. And I would not. (laughs) Karl Marx is great. He's hard to read. He's writing in German. It's tough. Let's get to it then. Uh... And I have a whole bunch of questions. So you actually don't have to ask all those questions, Tom. You just want to rapid fire those then? Yeah, I'll rapid fire them then at the end. Okay, Ryan's going to present these then. Yeah. Um, So where I think conservatives and progressives really disagree is on how regulated we want our capitalism to be and how much we want to fund social programs or these social institutions that Josh is talking about. Before I get to my points of agreement, I have to throw in one of my political jabs. So I am going to do this, Josh, just bear with me, which is a quote I just recently saw right before we decided on this topic, but I really liked it a lot. So I'm going to uh, give it. Here's the quote from Mohammed Safa, who's the executive director of Patriotic Vision and non-governmental organization in Lebanon. Quote, why when Jesus talks about feeding the poor, it's Christianity, but when a politician talks about feeding the poor, it's socialism. End quote. Because... Well, I'll, I thought I'll tell that was you a right great now, quote. Because, Come on, that's a great quote. No, it's that's a really good no, quote. No, it's not. Because <laughs> you're forcing other people to feed the poor. That's the problem. That's my problem with the liberal take on it. How much, they, how much money did Jesus have? Virtual signaling. Oh, God. Did he use any that's of his not, own money to feed the poor? Uh, people donated money to him, and, and then he probably gave it back. No, to they him. were not his fish and loaves. Oh, what a dumb argument. <laughs> it is such a dumb argument. Are we talking right. about Jesus or liberals here? Moving on. Because that's moving the on. That's I the difference. That you, that you're not acknowledging jab. the difference. That's not a good jab because it's a dumb <laughs> quote. All right. The liberals want other people to – they want to force other people to feed but the Josh, poor. Josh, I pay taxes. That I pay every dollar of my taxes every year, and I do it willingly because I know where the money is going. Okay, that's so a to say that liberals argument. want to just have that's, other people pay, no, no, that's no, not no, true no, at all. No, no, no. No. Okay. What? Uh, let's can get, I get to, can the, I get to my, Tom, yeah. You always cut me off right <laughs> when I'm going to slice his throat open. Right before Josh so, about to bring down the hammer, I cut right. him off. So <laughs> some some rapid fire questions to see where we might agree. Should we have a limited work week? Should the government regulate no. that? No. No. So it should be unlimited. They can make people work 24 hour days, seven days a week, etc. They can't make anybody work. Should we should we have paid holidays and vacation days? No. For employees? No. No. Should we have paid maternity and or paternity leave? You're okay. When you're saying should we, you're saying should we be should this be enforced? Yeah, the government should mandate this, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And you're disagreeing to all of these. Should we have unemployment benefits? That one, yes. Um we we should we should uh um be far more careful about who we give them out to there should be a better screening process but yes that's part of the safety net should we have food stamps 
exact same answer. We, cause I, I know people, I literally know people that game both of those systems. Um, so we should be more careful about how we screen people, but yes, it's part of the safety net. I'm okay with that. Should we have housing subsidies? That one's harder because it screws up the market, but, but probably yes. Should we have healthcare for the poor? Um, and that, that one, we should have our own, uh, uh, a whole podcast about healthcare. Healthcare. Okay. Um, we'll have our own health. But own podcast. But, but yes, pro- probably. But that one's so murky because our system is so screwed up. Um, I'll just. That's say really yes interesting. For- so you you really don't want any protections for workers. No limited work week. No paid holidays or vacation days. No paid maternity if, or paternity leave. If the leave, federal government. If the federal government is doing what it's supposed to be doing with the antitrust stuff. Um, and, and we still have um, unions, so <laughs> we destroyed yeah. the unions. They're so weak now. They, they, now, your, your point, Josh, is that competitive pressure will take care of those things. In if yeah. if the federal government's doing its job, that's how capitalism is designed. The capitalism should be allowed to take care of those things. Um, but that's not when, how we got any of those benefits to begin with. Okay, but, but what, again, what incentive but the capitalists, do capitalists have to give those? Uh, employees. If you don't like the the working conditions, you go find a different job. That's not how it works. There aren't. Enough it is jobs. how it works. That's right. literally not. There aren't how it enough works. jobs. There. Josh, I, I you can't understand leave my what house maximum employment seeing... is. No, you know you understand what maximum employment is. Three percent sure. unemployment. Maximum employment is three percent unemployment. So our government understands, right? You'll never hear a politician in the United States ever say we want every person in the U.S. to have a job. Because if we did that, then the employees would now have power to do exactly what you just said. I'm going to leave and go somewhere else unless you pay me more. If we want the capitalists to have the power, they have to have people to replace their employees. So maximum employment is 3 to 4%. We do not ever say we want everybody to have a job. We want the pressure on employees to be able to replace them. Otherwise, they could ask for whatever they want. That's the way the system works. It's only in, in Soviet Union, Russia, that they had maximum employment. Everybody had a job. In the I, U.S., we've never had I, that, I, and we never will because I mean, we have to have I, a capitalist system. Okay, well, unemployment includes people who are looking for new work as well. And, sure, uh, yeah. But, but I, I mean, in, uh, I will agree with you that if we had 10 to 20% unemployment, that can be abused, right? You could be like, you're mm-hmm. coming in on Saturday and Sunday, or otherwise you're fired. In the current atmosphere, that's just, it's competitive pressure does take care of these things, right? It's like, hey, you're coming in seven yeah. days a week. They'd be like, yeah, adios, I, find a new job. I own a business. Competitive pressure's everywhere. If, if my prices aren't competitive, if, you know, yeah, when I had a whole bunch of employees. other companies, but you're competing with other companies. But when I had employees, employees? if I didn't pay them correctly, sure. and, I, and I didn't uh, give them days off, if I didn't have a competitive package, why would they work for me? Tom's exactly right. I, I understand what you're saying, but in our current environment, it's working well enough that if you mistreat your employees, they can go somewhere. Sure. Else. And, right, and there are exceptions right to that rule. Right now. And when we're at maximum employment yeah. at three to 4% unemployment, because there are never enough jobs by design. But when we hit 10, 15% unemployment, that's not the way it works. People are desperate for jobs and employers exploit them right? That, that is the way the system works. It's structured this way. This is literally how when, capitalism When was functions. the last time that, 
When was the last time that happened? 14% unemployment a year ago, a year ago, we had 15% unemployment in the U S people were desperate to keep their jobs. They would do because of COVID. Yes. And then we go back another, what, what are you talking years? about? 2007, no, 2008, I, we I had know, a massive recession. I could, I could give you 20 names right now of people that left their jobs because they were getting more money or in uh, March, equivalent amount March, of money. By June, July, when we started um, to build out a safety, a safety yeah. net. But March, everybody was losing their jobs. People were desperate to keep their jobs. They would happily, they would be and furloughed. Then the safety net kicked no, in. Then eventually a safety net kicked in that was specific to this particular situation. There was not a good safety net before this. Why why are we even arguing about this? I don't know. What's your I think this is a good time. Yeah. (laughs) I think we got very pointless. We we did get successfully, I think each of you successfully got varying degrees of agreement from the other side, uh, from all of your questions, which was pretty impressive. I think you're getting better at the asking these. Um, so let's uh, let's just hurry and, and, and get some concluding comments here and uh, and then wrap this up. So, uh, Ryan, do you think you could uh, kind of put your argument into a synopsis here? Uh, yeah, uh, real quick. So I, I'm going to reiterate my point. Right. Uh, I'll actually give my same quote again because I think it's such a good quote. Capitalism is the worst economic system except for all the others that we've tried. Right. Uh, it, it has lots of problems. It exploits people, leads to massive inequality. And I think right now, given what we know, given what's available, the best solution is just to move a little bit further towards more well-developed social safety nets. If we can move that direction, get us closer, not that we have to be Norway or Sweden or Switzerland or any of these other places, but closer that way, we can address a lot of the problems that exist in the United States today. That would be my argument. And I just wish more people understood that capitalism really is a spectrum that ranges from unregulated capitalism, which is horrific, to fully regulated socialism, which is also really problematic. Um, We need to be somewhere along that continuum. Awesome. Thanks. All right. Josh. I agree with what he said, but just not the way he said it because it's so whiny. Capitalism (laughs) is so bad. I mean, it's the best we got, but it's so bad. I, I hate that. Can we just not have some gratitude for the insane amount of wealth and the decadence that we live in? Guess what? Thank you, capitalism, because that's where it came from. Capitalism has created an insane amount of wealth because you can create wealth. And capitalism does it better than anything else ever. It, It solves problems better than anything else ever conceived of by man. Where's the gratitude for it? I understand, and I fully advocate what Ryan is saying. There are problems. There, there are still some huge gaping flaws with capitalism. But can we not just be grateful? I mean, we have air conditioning and, and cars and the wealth and breadth of human knowledge on our phones. And we're still sitting here going, well, it's not perfect because other people have more money than me. I mean, it's just so but That's whiny. not why I'm concerned about it, Josh. It's not that but, I've but, got plenty of money. But, this is not me being envious. It's... There are people but who are the whole quote. I have, the I have best a guy, of the worst I have a guy a block away from my that house quote. living under a bridge. Yeah, it's not a perfect system. He lives under a bridge. And but I But there are safety nets. Right? Okay, he he probably has broken mental health system. problems. No, 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 I've no. Talked to him. He probably he probably I've has mental health problems. There are avenues for him in the uh, this the safety net. He, he could go get housing. He could get on food stamps. Most of those guys need to be in uh, getting um, 
mental help, right? They probably he probably needs to be on a medication because he's probably choosing from... to live there. That well, thanks everybody. Government. We've had a great episode. <laughs> I agree. And, Dang uh... it, Tom! I was just getting him. Getting him. Well, we largely agree. Just let's we have do. some freaking gratitude for what we have. Thank you, capitalism. Thank capitalism. Right. <laughs> thank you. That's all I wanted. Thank, thank you. you. Now we're in one hundred percent agreement, and that was a successful. And that was actually a really fun episode. All right. If you haven't already, subscribe or like this video, and uh, and we'll keep. Um, popping out more of these and, uh, and, and having these debates, which we enjoy. So thanks so much. See you next time. Thank you, capitalism. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Finding Common Battlegrounds. The music is by Ben Sound. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and not those of their employers. For more information or more episodes, you can find us at FindingCommonBattlegrounds.com. It is really good. Little gems. But well, he the, already said his good stuff. I know. We'll see if he can say it again. Keep going, Tom. <laughs> no, no, but like uh, that, that's what we probably – because I think we're all taking that for granted that we know there's benefits of capitalism, but, in, but there's this, there's this um, narrative, right, that it's like mm-hmm. that it needs to be – destroy taken down it's all about down. exploitation and yeah. and that's and it I, you know we didn't really i don't know I, I you did mention that ryan but like i think we could have talked more well about yeah and i think that you're both making really good points here often the left just decries capitalism but offers no alternative other than the boogeyman socialism that they usually don't even say like they're not saying we want to be socialists they're saying they don't like capitalism yeah and they don't finish that and I think it's because a lot of people, again, don't understand what capitalism is and that it really well, is more of a continuum. So if all they really they don't need know to say how is to finish that, they don't, I think you're right. They don't, they haven't thought it through. They don't know yeah. how to finish that. They do. They're just ungrateful for what they have and, and go, well, we need something better. Well, it's this, what? it will. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because, you know, like well, Occupy Wall Street, right? The movement and, you know, they, they hang out in on Wall Street and do this big sit in. And it was like, what do you want? What do you want? And they're like, we don't have a list of demands. We just don't like you, <laughs> right? And that's, I think that's sort of that, that is, right? That uh, it's, it is. I, it's like, we want to burn down the system and we're not sure we're going to create instead, right? It's like, and that's part of the problem. And is we we're, it's almost like they want an enemy to, uh, uh, you know, a, a target to destroy, but they, but they don't know what to replace it with right and so it's like we don't like you but i don't but you're the best yeah. thing we've ever had but i would actually flip that around <laughs> so I, I totally agree with you i'm absolutely agreeing but i think socialism is the exact same thing for conservatives that it's this like hated yeah. boogeyman that they absolutely despise and then as soon as i bring up my argument of like the military is socialist like but 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 no Okay, yeah. I guess it is, right? No, I, and my students, their minds are blown when I say that's actually what the military is. It's a right. socialist <laughs> institution, right? Like that's because, exactly, and we want that. Like you don't the want. Republicans and, Republicans and Democrats distill everything down into these simplistic talking points. Yep. So that's what people glom onto instead of actually exploring the nuance of, of socialism. Yeah, there we have did, did social you just say institutions. Nuance, Josh? Did you say nuance? Gag. I know you're the nuance king. I am. You can't use my words. Gag. Okay. Become a capitalist and put a trademark on it.
then I will Ooh. not use your word. <laughs> yeah, you copyrighted that term. My uh, nuance. All right. All right, good. That was great. Thanks, everybody.